Chancers, a Go Loud original podcast. It's not you, it's me. Oh, that old chestnut. Don't worry, I was going to ghost you anyway. Hold on now, I was breaking up with you. <laughs> Don't flatter yourself, we were never a thing. This week we're talking all about breakups. You little witch. <laughs> And I'm Paddy Smith and you're listening to Chancers. A podcast for those who feel like they're chancing their arms at life while others have someone to hold. I hate when you put perpetually in. Oh, you know how hard I find that word. Each week we pick a topic for discussion and share our opinions, mishaps and misadventures. All while being perpetually single. Nailed it. And after we talk nonsense, we'll be joined by an expert on the subject at hand to help us Chancers mend some hearts. Stick on your breakup list, hons. This is Chancers. How, how are you? I'm good. How are you? Grand, yeah. I just got over COVID. I didn't know you had COVID. I'm so sorry. Yeah, you were saying you were yeah. sick, but you didn't say it was the vid. I know, because you don't really want to say that anymore. Like, people are like, oh, whatever. But like, yeah, yeah I had... I, oh, God, you yeah, have it is an ick. So I'm just like, yeah, I'm sick. I'm really sick. Everyone's like, what? I, I literally took a week off from my life. I couldn't go to the wedding in Kerry. Yeah, so, look, it's not that big a deal. I got to stay in, in the UK. Well, it is a big deal, obviously, but like, I got to stay in the UK, but I had to stay like five days. I think this is my sixth day and I got a negative test last night. So I was like, whoa. Freedom. But like, it was proper, proper Did serious. For I couldn't get out of bed. Like. Oh God, I'm sorry. That's that's yeah. Other than that, all good. Now I'm still in the Edinburgh Fringe. Feels like I've lived here for years. I'm coming to you next week. I know. That'll be so nice. In two days. Oh, two days. Next week, Jeremy. I'm like, <laughs> next week, you're like that. Two um, days. Yeah. So what am I on? I'm on my like 26th, 5th day or something. 37 gigs, something like that. And um, I have five days left. You're coming over. That'll be good crack. I actually bumped into your agent, uh, your English agent in the bar. Well, Andrew, he's a, he's a lovely man, isn't he? He's lovely, isn't he? Well, I have he to say that. Me, he's my agent. <laughs> yeah. He was asking me about, oh, about something about the bar or something. And then he looked at me and he goes, are you Anna? And I was like, yeah. And he's like, Paddy's agent. And I was like, I couldn't remember who Paddy was. <laughs> you couldn't remember who Paddy was. <laughs> Thanks a million. <laughs> well, I don't know. Like, I was thinking, I was in the world of being up with comedians. I was like, well, who? What? That uh, came to me. Um, Screaming. You're like, Paddy who? <laughs> <laughs> but I did just want to mention that to, to anyone's listening. I am doing the Dublin Fringe. I do have a little bit of a break, which is nice. And then I do the Dublin Fringe from the 12th to the 17th of September. It's my show, I See Deadly People. It's in the International Bar. So I just wanted to give that plug before I forget. And plug ourselves. We have to, don't we? I always forget. I'm very, like I said in the in the Edinburgh um, episode, I'm just very good at bad at Yeah, but plugging ourselves, we're on Electric Picnic next week. We're on the I'm uh, Now Here week. stage. On Saturday. Saturday at the Ah uh, uh, Here Now. Ah uh, Here Now. But what, what time are we on? I forget. But I know we're there Saturday. So if you're there Saturday, hit us up. Yeah. We're going to have some fun. And say hello. It'll be good yeah. crack. Right, so will we get into our topic of the week? Breakups. Oh my god, I'm gonna cry already. You're gonna cry at this, I know you are, because we're very different with our breakups. I know we're completely different, and I'm just like I'm so emotional, and I just like even the thought, even when I'm, like I'm over people, like if I can go back to that place, I get quite upset about breakups. It's so hard. <laughs> well, I don't at all. I just literally cut them off. They're done. But like, have you ever had your heart broken? No. 
see, this is the thing. <laughs> I always, I always initiate the breakup as well. Oh my so, god! You know, I've never, I've never been broken up with. Have you not? No. Oh, this we are so different in this thing because when I was thinking about it, I've had like four, four big heartbreaks in my life, and every single one of those, the person has broken up with me. Like that terrifies me, though. Do you know what I mean I? Maybe I'm disguarded. Uh, like it terrifies me to think like to get my heart broken, but like it's always it's very loving of you to be so open to it. Maybe I, I need need a bit of that. I don't know. It is a bit. It's a bit weird, isn't it, that you're on the other scale of it, where you're like doing it all because I'm like why is it always me is there something I'm like obviously talk to my therapist about this is like it's something to me that like allows people to just kind of like you know end it with me or not want to see something further or something I don't know I'm like why is it always me I'm never the one like end like in terms of a long-term relationship I'm never the one ending it it's always if I was thinking being your friend it's because I think you have a longing for connection I do. I just. I you know, do. I want that. Um, and you, and you, and like you have a longing for it, where like I don't think you feel whole unless you have a connection to somebody else. So you, the, the, I think the boat is sinking. The boat is sinking, and there's holes in the boat, and you're still going. <laughs> you're still. You're right to your oar, and you're still bringing it up. And I'm like, I'll still go. I just want to be with someone. I'm so lonely. Um, maybe. No, you're 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 all you're all you need. Remember that. Do you believe that though? Like, yeah, do I really do. All... I really do believe that. I don't need anybody. I am all I need. And if someone wants to add to my life, and it took me a long time to get here, but if someone wants to add to my life, great. Uh, and I'll have it. But like, I don't want to be all of someone's life. Like, they need to have their own. No, pain. I think that's a good, healthy way to be. Like, we can't be like who said it. Like, when someone calls someone your other half, right? That like is a bad way to set call someone else because it, it presumes that they're half of you and you can't live without them. When actually, we should all be able to live like so by by ourselves. And then someone just adds value to it. Mm. Well, at the same time, like I do, I do like those kind of, especially when you're breaking up with people or you've just been broken up with like these kind of ways of looking at stuff being like, you know, you have to be happier on your own and you have to, you know, you know, put yourself first and then the right person will come along. But at the same time, I think, I think like, and I've seen like a couple of things online about this, like, I do think human, human beings, we are meant to be with people, you know, and I don't think it's bad to say that you want that and like that necessarily like you know you can be a better like version of yourself when you're like in a loving like in the correct loving uh relationship so i think sometimes going that other way oh absolutely i think you're right like i think i'm an emotional brick wall i think (laughs) i think if we could have both sides i think i'm too far one way and you're too far the other way yeah yeah yeah. we need to meet in the middle like if we could meet in the middle i think we'd be the perfect candidate for a relationship and that's why we're professionally single half of you and half of me <laughs> exactly because i don't know if you know but the most common reasons why people break up is because of emotional intimacy so they don't feel emotionally connected or yeah. sexual incompatibility or yeah. difference in life goals or per communication yeah that's so it isn't it like i think that's when when you break up with someone you get to that point those things become more visible the longer you stay with someone you might not the same yeah the same because you and we all change is that's the hard thing i think when you're in a longer one and you're you're constantly changing and evolving of what you want and if you don't have that communication with that person that you're changing and working towards the same things you know then that's different yeah well i think that communication i do struggle with communication because as like a person who has been in relationships where there has been poor communications on both sides it's because i don't want to give in and tell them that i want something do you know what i mean i feel almost like 
I feel so vulnerable being disabled already that yeah. I find it very difficult to open up and be vulnerable and say that I need this. But then, you know? you, then, that, then, you, then, is it? Do you not feel heartbreak from that then? And you, when something ends, like I, so, no, because I end it. You see. Yeah, but you you end it before you can get hurt or something maybe. Yeah, probably. Yeah, yeah. Because like, uh, when I think about it, like I think it, the nice thing about getting older. And, and with relationships as you do le- like learn a lot from them and I'm like I hate learning more and like th- this after my last breakup I'm like I am to my therapist I was like I am literally done with learning shit now I'm ready to just find the one but at the same time like I think but my you, communication but why do you have this need to find the one do you know what I mean what? because I don't want to be on my own and I want to have kids and get married and share a house and share you can still have kids surrogates no. Well, no, you can obviously have your own kid. What am I on about? Like, I'm not, um, <laughs> you, you, you can have your own kids. I, know, I like I personally, I, each to their own. I personally wouldn't bring a kid into the world on my own. Um, Would you not? No. Oh, I just hate the idea that you feel like you're not complete without somebody. No, like, I don't really... feel that for sure. I just want it. Like I want. I like being in a relationship. I like. Having yeah, a you are a relationship person. Like, aren't you? yeah like doing stuff together like conversations I love providing for someone and I live when I lived with partners I love cooking for them I love sleeping beside them like there's just all these things that I like and that I want yeah I know what you mean but I call like I hate sleeping beside somebody I'm like give me my space <laughs> yeah <laughs> if you someone now you'd be like or if you eventually start living with a partner you'd be like separate bedrooms no no absolutely not I couldn't do that that's terrible I'm not that cold but like I don't no, I don't like. I'm not a like cuddle all night kind of vibe. Do you know what I mean? Give me ten minutes cuddling, gorgeous, love that. Then I want my own side. Yeah. Because I can't. I'm sweating. I'm like, oh no, I need my own space. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, I know. I know what you mean. Maybe that's like cool. in your relationships. Why do you think? Why do you think that your relationships are broken down? Like, like was it for communication? Was it intimacy? Was it? Oh my God. Oh Jesus, we're really getting into it, are we? <laughs> <laughs> well, we have to. This is meant to be a run on a space, Anna. I'll, go, I'll tell you why I don't mean to go first. Yeah, you go first. Go on. Okay. I think mine was poor communication skills and having a, having a behavior where it felt a bit like a game. Like that. Okay. That like that we couldn't let each other win, do you know what I mean? Which is a terrible way to be, actually. Like where like, you know, I felt like if he like it almost felt like we got we'd get one up on each other or something. Which was terrible. Like it wasn't like a partnership. It was kind of like yeah. a game of chess. And I think that is a terrible way to be because you're actually not opening up yourself to that person. Um and you're and you're reacting to how they are treating you, but also you have a part to play in that yourself. Yeah. Um I think with my first boyfriend, because of my insecurities around my disability, I kind of just wanted a boyfriend. So I, I, I got with him knowing that I didn't like him. That you just much. wanted to prove that you could have a fella. Yeah, and that's like, terrible. But like, it just. No, I did that a bit when I was younger because I was just so insecure. So I was like, I just yeah. want to know I have a boyfriend, but I don't like him. <laughs> it's terrible, though. But I have done this. Yeah, uh, and then the second boyfriend, I did really like him, but it was a power struggle like there was we were great on party and intimacy levels and sexual connection but when that party ended and the sexual connection was not there like you know during the day we just didn't really have great communication skills together and it kind of felt like a push and pull where it was so tiresome yeah and I felt like he didn't want to be in a relationship and he probably felt the same from me do you know what I mean 
yeah there's that kind of style of relationship isn't it just like yeah fueling the wrong fire i'm just like yeah going out yeah like i actually this is terrible to say but i actually with him like i knew it was coming to an end because i had like i had done this massive party for him you know like got it like his american friends over that i hadn't even met and did a whole like collage of videos through like zoom connected it up for his party blah blah next day he's like oh i'm just gonna go um to the shop and get us some food two hours later i'm like he's still not home i'm like sorry so then i'm like i ring him up and i'm like hey where are you he's like oh i just went out for a drink with a friend i'm like excuse me so obviously me being me I was like well I'm like okay grand you have fun so I ordered my own food and he came back and he was like oh you didn't wait for me I was like I'm not the kind of man that waits around for a man are you joking I was like get your own food he then went to bed in a huff because I went like and did my own thing without him and didn't I'm like you did this is what you did though and then from there it was downhill and I actually did break up with him over text oh did you yeah oh is that bad these days? It is bad, but I felt like he didn't care about communicating with me. So, you so know. do you know? I have, I have a bit about that in my show because I'm like, like back in the day, it used to be so disrespectful to be like, oh my God, he broke up with me over text. Oh my God, like that's so rude. And now, because I've been ghosted so much, I'm like, wow, did he break up with you? That's great. Well done. <laughs> <laughs> you actually got broken up with. Nice. <laughs> oh my God, stop, Anna. <laughs> so anyway, I'm, I think these days... You're like, well, that's actually a bit respectful. Even if just someone sends me the emoji of the middle finger, I'm like, okay, that's enough, thanks. <laughs> no, it is, I know it's bad and don't like don't take anything from what i did there like i wouldn't i just was so i was probably really annoyed and angry do you know what i mean that's yeah. not the way you should be but um i felt like i had done so much for him and he just like was he okay with it like because sometimes if someone no he wasn't like, okay he wasn't like, we need to have a com- proper conversation face to face he was saying he wasn't like he was like yeah i kind of wasn't telling about my feelings either and he, then he was sending all these mad messages and deleting them because obviously they were like basically like cussing me out of it and mm. then yeah then we were kind of yeah then we haven't really messed since i have this weird thing i'm really i'm quite mentally strong like if i don't want to text someone i just won't i mean like they're yeah, gone I'm good at that as well yeah not that i might, might really want to text them because you have you know when when you something ends yeah. in a relationship you feel you scorned and you crave them even though you're kind of like angry and you know there's all these sort of mad emotions but i'm quite good at like not getting in touch then to be because i just like what's the point really i'm the same i'm really good at just kind of blanking it like cutting that cutting the string done do you know what i mean yeah but i, I do feel like like like, bl- like block delete move on yeah i do feel like i don't know if you're the same like when that happens when you do break up with someone you have to delete everything you have to you know yeah, allow you yourself to... a grieving process that i've gotten better at that now I got older, like when I was younger, I used to not like, cause I used to try and be so chill and cool, you know, and be like, I'm fine. Everything's fine. And it was like, like killing me inside. But I'd be like, I want everyone to be friends. I got my exes to be still friends with my friends groups. And I want to be like, you know, and maybe it's a bit of a thing thinking we'd get back together or something. So I'd keep like the photos up and I'd keep the friends Would you? on Facebook and then stay in the WhatsApp groups. And then I was like, this is actually killing me. So I got better at that. Like you just need to like, yeah, archive stuff. You still have it there. Like still obviously like nice memories to eventually look back on but when it's very no i'd never look back on this ever block delete 
they're go- they're done to me. It's almost like they've died. They're dead to me. Well, it is. I think I think relationships and breakups is a is a grief. It's a form of grief. It's a, except that they haven't died, which is the most annoying thing because you're like, fuck. <laughs> yeah. Moved on with someone else, and I don't want to see that. I also think that you just have to have forgiveness as well, and around respect what you yeah. had together, but also forgive forgive them as well because you can't. I have. I'm bad at that. I kind of hold on to that anger to them. I think it's easy. To, it's just easier to be angry, which is like that wouldn't be a very angry person myself. But like, I think I was reading something that was quite poetic. But it was like because you have so much love for these people, and then they would then rejection is so hard, and and when stuff ends abruptly, and it's you know, you have still have all this love and this love to give, but it has nowhere to go, so it kind of turns into hate. Mm. Do you always say there's a thin line, isn't there? Mm. I do think one of the things that you have to do is surround yourself with good people. But I mean in the sense of like people that bring different things to your life. The person that you can talk to, the person that you can escape with, the person yeah. that like, you know, you can go on hikes with, the person that you can go out and party with. You have to surround yourself with different types of people for what you need. I definitely agree. Yeah, there's different different types of people because you know some people are good at, with the relationship advice and some people are so annoying. Oh my god! Some yeah. people are just around because they're like, "You deserve so much better," and you're like, "I don't want to hear that because I'm still very much in love with them." Yeah. So like, don't tell me they're better because I think still think they're a good person and I'm I will get past that eventually and probably hate their guts. But right now I need to like you know it's all like or you know like. Oh, you need to be a bit destructive. You need to be a bit debaucherous. Yeah, I hate when people say, start telling them st- telling you stuff they re- did, really didn't like about them as well. And you're like, I also don't need to hear that because, like, that's just annoying. <laughs> like, so when you're when you're friend... don't tell me what you did like about them. <laughs> so I have a friend who's just broke recently broken up with someone, um, a good friend of mine, and sometimes I find it hard to text because I'm more of an escapism person. Do you know? You can come and party with me. You can come yeah, and I won't talk about it. And I won't talk about it and we'll be able to go out and like, you know, you can you can kind of let loose with me. But like when it comes to texting and like what I need advice to give them, I'm like, oh God, I, I don't want to say the wrong thing. So I don't want to, but I also don't want to come across cold. Do you know what I mean? I'm like, <laughs> um, yeah, he's a prick, ex. Do you know what I mean? Like, okay. oh, That's you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. I don't like I'm I'm a listener and I'm a, I would let them vent away and like you know, in person I'd be very good at giving my opinions and like kind of understanding their point of view. But over text I find it difficult because I don't want them to read it the wrong way, well, and I know yeah, they're I in a, I know so they're too. in an emotional state already. Yeah. Do you get what I mean? Sure. Like it's it's more that like I just want to protect their heart and like when you're a good friend of mine, like I I would never want to upset you and I just want to be there for you, but. In that, I feel like I might say the wrong thing, and I'm like, oh, God. Yeah, you'd be like, come on now, hon, get over it. No, I'd never say that, no. I'd <laughs> never, no. Do I remember you think that that absolute... you'd be like, God, are you not over that yet? And I was like, no, like, everything takes so, so much time, and everyone's different, right? but I think, like, that's the worst thing you can say to someone. I was like, Jesus. Yeah, God. absolutely, because then it makes you angry about it as well. And yeah, also, like, who are you to please my feelings? yeah. So, um, give, I know you're a person that you've done some mad shit when you broke up with someone. I know. Have you? I haven't. I haven't. <laughs> I wish have I had. Turned, so it would make this part a lot more interesting because you know some people do absolutely batshit crazy stuff. And I totally understand it because honestly, the f- 
the like I think there should be like sick leave for when you first break up with someone that what when it was like a more serious thing because you are so unwell and you are so not yourself and you're like your chemicals in your brain are doing all these crazy things and you're like honestly it's the most physical pain it's like physical pain like it's so intense yeah so I can see why like, people, I don't know why people want to go through that I don't think people want to go through that. Like, no, no one goes into I know, but the fear, like, oh the God, fear. Don't put me in, will you? I want to, yeah. like, lose about two stone and fucking, like, ride around in my bed at midnight in pain. But, um, so obviously no one wants to go through it. And it is, like, I mean, the first heartbreak I, got, I had when I was a teenager, I was, um, I couldn't get over that for five years. I was so incredibly. Really? And I did not want And what to age were you then? i go near, I was, like, 18. So I didn't want to go near anyone because the pain was fucking so incredibly unbearable that it did take that long to find kind of fall in love with someone again. again. And then it gets and when easier. You found, when you found <laughs> love your heart again, it kind of gets easier. Like, ah, okay, I know I can fall in love again. I'll just get over okay, that. Okay, so when you so you fell in love with them and like it was like euphoric, it was like a state of euphoria. Yeah, you think it's like that's it for life, and this is makes so much sense. And, and was this when you were over in Canada or um, Ireland well, or? When I was 18. Oh, I don't. Where were you when you were 18? I fell in love over in Canada as well. I fell in love. Yeah, can, yeah. So that was your second one. Canada was my second heartbreak, yeah. That was oh my God, up. five years. Like, but then I suppose, like, the experience of love itself over, overweighs that, I'm assuming. Yeah, of course. Oh my God, love is the best experience feeling in the world. That's why you, you want it again. Um, so for someone out there who would want to break up with someone, what do you think are the best advice tips? To like, break up with someone who someone who wants to. Yeah, maybe someone who wants to break up with someone, but they're scared to, and they do it wrongly. Oh yeah, well I think like I feel like I've had friends like that before, where they're like, I'm not actually in love with them anymore, and I'm gonna wait. I remember one of my friends was like, I'm gonna wait like till after our holiday in like two months and I was like oh my god don't do that that is absolutely so cruel <laughs> like if you know something if you know in your heart or heart so it's not right anymore like the, the kindest thing you can do is end it with that person because there's, there's I think I've been stayed been in something a bit too long where you can tell that person doesn't is starting to not like you anymore and it's it's really it's really probably more heartbreaking but just yeah because you're trying you're trying to make them like you again kind yeah. of thing yeah i think just open communication sit down like tell them where you're at tell them what you want i think it, like it's kind of making it as clear as like we'll never have all the answers i think that's the hardest thing about breaking up because it does feel like a betrayal i've seen something online there it was interesting it seems like a a loss of investment because you do put so much into it and and then like promises are made by words and stuff so that can be feel like such a betrayal or rejection but so I think as clear and as honest as you can be about why it's, why it's not working, what you want in life compared to maybe what they want and and then just like amicably, like, yeah, respect everything. If you have shared stuff, try and do that all amicably. Yeah. It's just, it's hard to pick up with someone, but it's also, I think it's harder to receive it, obviously. That's, obviously. I, mean, I, I do think as well for the person, like <laughs> always know your worth. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. I know it's hard to see it sometimes, but like know that, like, because I think that, I don't know, you can, um, kind of, say if I'm on the right track here, but like, do you always do you always see the breakup coming? Like, do you like? I feel like you kind no. of have an idea. You don't. No. What? Always, Jesus Christ, no. No. 
Oh, my, my last one, like that I'm still definitely grieving, but I'm, I'm getting there and I'm ready to date again. Yeah. Um, I did not see that coming. That was a massive shock. And then one, the one before that was a massive shock as well. Actually, shocks added to breaks up are fucking hard. <laughs> Your body is like goes into a, like a state of shock. Yeah, you just didn't see it coming at all. I'd say that's even worse. Yeah. Like, so you didn't see any red flags? Like It was like no. a week before they mentioned that something wasn't really working out. And I was like, okay, like, let's change, you know, let's change up our lifestyle or how we communicate or how we, you know, mm. spend a bit more time together. And then it was like the next week they were like, I can't do that. And it was like, that was a hard because it was like, you're not willing to put in a bit of work to make something, you know, change because that's what relationships take, you know, it's like... And do you think that, like, you learn something from every relationship? I do, unfortunately, and I wish we didn't so that we wouldn't be like, oh, great, yes, we learn learn some more and the next one will be even better. Um, <laughs> Anna's fucking over-learning. She's like, I've learned Absolutely enough. Over-lessons. You never, you've never learned enough, Anne. Never. Remember that. <laughs> Please, like, when do I get to graduate? I thought I hated school, and I'm like, oh, I'm learning all my life. No, thank life you. Life is a learning curve, hon, and you just have to go with it. You can't, you're, ne- you're never going to be the... Ho- you feel like you're going to be the holy grail one day and have all knowledge. No. Yeah, I'll be like, I'll have a little relationship column being like, this, do this, don't do that. <laughs> um, I do get that though. But on a lighter, well, not a lighter note, because everyone, a breakup, in a sense, is a really hard subject. But have you seen really? the celebs that have broken up this year? Oh, yeah. So this, what's the fresh ones? So obviously we all know Kim K and Pete. Oh, yeah. Well, that was, yeah. was that a shock? Was that? I really do think it was. I thought they did, I thought they'd last a bit longer. Um, you know? I mean, I was they they look good together. I think I I seen something that he messaged he he put he put online like I'm obviously just the rebound guy because when you think about it like he keeps getting with people after like their their longer relationships. Oh, I'm like, really <laughs> oh my god! He'll funny, make it I'm into a funny it. rebound guy that people come to to be like, let's have a laugh, and I'm like, oh. Well, do you know what as well though? Like his relationship with Kim K has definitely helped his career. So. Uh, he was doing all right for himself anyway. Ah, uh, he was, but it's definitely elevated. He has his own Netflix special, you know. Well, Netflix special before her. I feel like it wasn't as heightened, hon. <laughs> it wasn't as, as like marketable. Don't give. I mean, me that's what I think you should take from it. Yeah, Kim K. Okay, but like, you know, yeah, she has elevated you. Eli, Eli, and De- uh, Delilah Hamlin. Do you know them? Yeah. Yeah. Remember he was in yeah Love Island, and Delilah is Lisa Renner's. Uh, and Harry yeah. Hamlin's daughter. Like, I'd say, yeah, I was like, fuck, who am I going to get one now? He's like, how am I going to keep relevant? I know. Because I would have been, like, who would have remembered E.L.? Do you know what I mean? get back on Raya. No. I mean, I could get with him. We could be a cool couple. I think he'd be cute. I think he would be a bit of a, like, fluid person. Oh, do you think? Yeah. Fluid? Gives he that vibe. Also, Delilah is absolutely stunning. It's Chelsea funny. Handler and J.O. Uh, Coy. I've, pro- I've definitely meant to pronounce that wrong Joe Coy Joe Coy yeah oh my god um, I was so happy for her they seem so in love and like she had just been like I looked at her like in my my career she just was a single comic <laughs> so long and I was like fuck no I'm not being that fucking single comic for that long Jesus Christ like because our careers do not lend to being like you know yeah but I think like breakups and being single and like they add to your to your career because no, like you, you can make I'm not, I'm not i'm not agreeing i want to be <laughs> look at you you made a whole show out of 
the grief that you got from being broken up with. No, I know, but like, I didn't do, I didn't do, I didn't want that for just to have a show. Like, I would rather not have a show than. <laughs> You'd rather not have a show. Yeah, I would rather not have the show about being a part of it. A part of it is about being ghosted. I know, but look at Tay Swift and everything. Like I they know, made. I know. This is why we said. This is why honestly, there's an industry built on breakups, songs, poems, movies. Like we fucking love love and heartache. Oh, absolutely. I mean, look at the dating shows and everything. Yeah. You just love relationships. But I'm saying to you, look at the silver lining, you know. Lovely lesson. Thank you so much. No, well, just always learning, Anna. Always learning. (laughs) (laughs) What about messy breakups, celeb breakups? This is what I would hate to be like. uh, I was going to say a proper celeb. I'm a celeb. (laughs) 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 celeb. Oh, it's gone to your head. Oh, it's gone to my head. Here we are, chancers. Um. (laughs) <laughs> I would hate to be slim because like think about when you get like when again when you get your heart broken and then it's just splashed across the news and everyone's trying to take photos looking like because you don't get dressed for like two months and <laughs> yeah no like crap and you're walking around and like everyone's taking photos of you the worst was the Johnny Depp and Amber Heard like the case I think that was no like, that is insane yeah. I think the fact that people could watch their trial was absolutely disgusting it was just it became a circus like, yeah, you don't... Like, and also, I'm not going to say deny I did watch a bit of it, but, like... I've seen the clips. I didn't watch it all, but, like, and it, like I get it. I get why this kind of stuff is interesting, but, like, you're watching these people be t- tear apart, like, reading their messages that you send to each other. Like, we don't know in what context, like, people's lives were... You know, it's so complex, and then you're kind of judging them off this kind of... It's disgusting, I thought, but anyway, that's... But I think it was, like, the nuances, the levels behind their relationship as well, like, you know, her mental health and stuff, and the... So I think there was a lot to it. And I just feel like in that aspect, some people should be left alone. Do you know what I mean? Because they're not in the right headspace. Yeah. yeah, for sure. Well, Brad Pitt has been in, like Brad Pitt and Jen, Brad Pitt and Angelina. He's a fucking dirty dog. He's been in two messy breakups. Yeah. <laughs> Who did you prefer him with? Um, I don't know. Like, I don't think I have much of an opinion on that. Ah, I was always Brad and Jen. Jen was the kind of... Yeah, they were cool. Yeah, no, they were cool. She was the fan star. He was the up and coming. Remember, he was host. Well, he's still stunning now, but he was gorgeous. Yeah. He was younger. And then there was um, Kim Kardashian and Chris Humphreys. Oh, yeah. They'd married for 38 hours or something. <laughs> that was the craziest thing ever. That's so funny. And tell me this are you, do you listen to like breakup playlists or sad songs when you get broken up with, or when you, break, yeah. you do the breaking up of people? Yeah, no. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like such a dick, but like I just I th- I also know it's actual. I'm I'm actually like I'm like protecting myself. Like yeah. don't go down my route either. Like I've this is like things I'd have to go through in therapy that I don't actually allow myself to open up because I feel like people won't like the real me. Almost they like the idea of me. They like the caricature of who I am. Do you know? Let them in, pads. Let them in. And it's terrifying to let someone in. And I've just, it's obviously like how I grew up and all, you know. I'm ready to let someone else in, if you know I what know. I mean. <laughs> um, but anyway, moving on from my uh, Dr. Phil analysis. Uh, yes, I do listen to breakup songs. And I, I do cry a lot uh, to mm-hmm. breakup songs. Even if do I'm not you, you said you don't, you're, you're made of stone. You don't cry much. So what oh, are no, sad in front, songs? In front of people. In front of people, no. Yeah. In front of people, you'd never see it. And if it would be, like it'd be like a glistening tear. 
or I'd have to run home. Like if I showed emotion in public, that's <laughs> I'd have to run home. I've showed I've showed emotion in public. My work is done. Um, <laughs> yeah, you love a cry. You're made of horse, or as you say. Uh, but yeah, I do. I'd say you do as well. But like Taylor Swift is great for a breakup song. She's actually yeah. She's made her career off all the people she's broken up with, hasn't she? I know. I was listening to Olivia Rodriguez earlier. She's like a teenager and she's been through so much. I'm like, Whoa. I know. And Ariana Grande, she's oh, been yeah. through a lot of breakups. And Adele, I love that every time she only makes albums when she's sad. I'm like, yes. So I'm like, there was I, know. I was like, Adele, you need to get real sad real quick. I think it's going to be you. You're going to be the Adele of the comedy world. Oh, comedy? Maybe I am. Just constantly <laughs> breaking up with people. Damn it. <laughs> like a happy show one day. <laughs> I, okay, I think it's um, time to ask our experts some questions. Okay. Okay, let's get so, into Who's our expert today? Our expert this week is none other than everyone's favorite, Mr. Google. Ooh. Some say Dr. Google. So we thought that we'd bring Google in as our expert this week because honestly, he's everyone's expert at this stage. I mean, like sometimes I do actually call my dad before Googling something, but that would be like, then Google would be the next step. Okay, so go on, tell me, how do you mend a broken heart? I'm going to look at this. That's what you said. You asked, how do you make a mend a broken heart? Uh, I did. I have this up here somewhere. Dr. Google, let us know. You're experiencing a profound form of grief that will make you physically ill. These steps will give you a chance to heal. Oh, I felt that. Okay. So an article here says, accept your feelings. That's quite good. I think you actually have to allow yourself to sit in those mo- things. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Um, give yourself permission to grieve. That's another one. You know, when people tell you to get over it quite quickly, you're like, no, like it is a grieving process. Yeah, no, it is. hundred percent. So you have to like give yourself that time. I think like even like spacing out time, even getting a little trip in or something, you know, like properly where, you, you know, you can just cry. Yeah. I think remember when you got a trip in and you were like, I just wanted to cry. And I think you felt much better afterwards. I did. And I told my, my dad came with me because I was going on my own and he was like, um, do you, will I come? And I was like, yeah, if you want to come, because he hadn't been away at all since the pandemic. And I was like, but I'm going for four days. I'm going to do a tiny bit of work and I'm going to sit on Sun Lounger and cry my eyes out. And that's exactly what I did. Like one time he came back from the shops and I was just in convulsions on a Sun Lounger, just crying, crying, crying. Mm. And it was great. And my dad was there for it and he he signed up for that. So, <laughs> so and here we are. And here we are. Um, it says get some exercise as well. Like, I mean, that is like sometimes it is hard to get up and motivate yourself. Um, I think you can. Especially like, if you don't like exercise, do you know what I mean? Yeah, I. Do you know what? After the after the the ghosting heartbreak that I had in the first lockdown, I started sea swimming, and that saved my life. I'm not even joking. Now, you have never really opened up about that, but it is in your show, isn't it? Yeah. So come see my show. Um, yeah. Dublin Fringe, September twelfth to seventeenth. Did um, you go into that? We could, we could do an ep- We could probably do a whole episode of ghosting. To be fair, yeah, because I think it'd be interesting. Because I don't, re- I know what happened, but I don't know how you felt. Almost, do you get me? Well, there was a multitude of things happening that time, so that's why yeah. we to get into them. Yeah, um, just... Well, I've looked up something how to open up your heart because maybe I need that. Okay, so that's interesting because this is like when. Um, like like right now, so I say I'm what, oh, five months out of a relationship now. That was quite hard, and um, I feel like now I'm ready to open up my heart. And okay, so the first thing is, 
spend time in nature. This apparently opened up. Yeah. Practice forgiveness. Yeah. Perform a random act of kindness. You practice heart opening yoga postures. I'm into that kind of thing. Like, yeah. Spend time with children or funny friends. Children. (laughs) (laughs) Maybe babies. I think my friend, I'm looking forward to going home to my friends who have babies, but not the kids. Like when you're a kid, you're just a pain. <laughs> or schedule. I die spending your child spending time in school. I'm like, good luck, and I would close my heart off. I'd be like, I'm done. <laughs> no, and then schedule a heart opening reiki, reiki, reiki session. I do that. Would you do that with me? Will we do that? Yeah, let's try that. I do that with you. I yeah, I've done reiki that. before, but it's meant to be good. Definitely and then the last it. one is just feel your feelings. Are you to have no? You'll do that, but I think the heart reiki could be good. Yeah, opening it up. Because, like, you know, I'm wanting to date now. I'm wanting, I'm in a different space where I'm happy in myself. Yeah. So I would like to, like, put myself out there more. And I think that you are in a space where you would like to kind of dip your baby toe into the dating world. Yeah, my baby and toe. We, we could, and we, we both need to open our hearts a bit in different ways. Yeah, because I was thinking that might, they might have said something like, go out with your girls or go you know no a drink after those kind of things but yeah i think sometimes you do need to do it do you know what i mean you do need to have that destructive moment or have that mad night out just to get it all out yeah not saying that it's right but needed do you think yeah i do also think as a disclaimer don't look to google always to get their answers to everything you know this is all a bit tongue-in-cheek oh of course of course <laughs> yeah like google is no doctor um, and as you say you will always tell I your parents sure if them. you're struggling as well like this after a breakup like i mean i've done so much therapy um mm. in my life and that is always helpful so there's no harm in asking for help because it is it is difficult i think therapy should be like just something that everyone does yeah for sure it's gives- not a big deal yeah, because it gives you a different perspective, especially if you're overwhelmed with emotion, whether that be heartbreak, grief, you know, um, just to someone to listen to you and to kind of understand your point of view, but also give you a different perspective. Because yeah. sometimes you can be so kind of deer in headlights of your own emotion that you don't yeah. see anything else around you. For sure. You know? Well, I think that's, um, a, that's it. What was there? I liked one that you asked there. You said, is there a timeline to get over? Oh, yeah, is there a timeline? I don't think there is. No, there definitely isn't. And I've seen something good from Google that was like, you know, there's absolutely no timeline whatsoever. And people can say, sometimes you look up and people sometimes say like, oh, it takes like three weeks. There's like all these different things. Or people sometimes like to say, oh, like, it's, like, half your relationship time, you know? And you're, like, that's not true at all. Like, someone, you could be with someone even for two months and it, based on what you share or what was promised or all these kind of, or the connection, like, it could take a lot longer to get over that. Or you could be with someone for five years and be completely do- done with it and then that will take less time to get over it because you've processed that during your relationship. So there's absolutely no timeline, unfortunately. I wish there was. I wish it was just literally, like, in three weeks, I'm going to feel okay. Um, 
Like how it's long has it taken you? Thing, to get it's the only thing I can tell ever ever tell any people when when they're going through a breakup is that like time. Okay, so how long has it taken you to get to this point? Like where you feel like you could date again? How many months of it? This is five months, but say my first ever heartbreak, that took me five years. My second heartbreak took me three years. My third heartbreak took me one year. And now I am, not one year to kind of start dating again, but one year to get over it all. Okay. And now this relationship, I'm five months in. and I'm You're getting there. I'm You're not... grieving. I'm still grieving. In yeah, September, of course. But I'm ready to get out there. Yeah, it is mad though how you can, like maybe it gets easier as time goes on, you know? And I think, you just and I think get that. More acceptant of like, you know, like the first one, the first time someone ever breaks your heart, you just think you'll never find anyone again, ever again. Like, there's just no chance that you could have that same connection, that kind of thing. And then once it happens to you a couple of times, unfortunately, you're like, oh, okay, I can love again. So that will happen for me. That's amazing to know. And I think it's a good note to end on. Like, you will love again if you are going through a breakup. And, you know. You will um, love again. You will. And, yeah, we're going to do some opening heart recce. We're going to, I'm going to go, um, I'm going to go flirt with people at Electric Picnic. That sounds oh so God, creepy. Yeah. I don't even know how to flirt at all. At you all. do know how to flirt. I think it comes naturally. To me? Yeah, you're not. I'd say you're a flirt. I'm not a flirt. You're, you're a laugher. I'd say you laugh a lot when you're flirting. I just, la- I laugh anyway. I just like, I laugh when I'm just like nervous and don't know what to say. <laughs> <laughs> That's why I think you'd, you'd be doing that when you're flirting as well. Because like, you'd be like, oh, all coy and all. Maybe I do flirt with people too much and then I get myself in these situations of, oh my God, I didn't know I was flirting. Like, I do not want to pursue yeah. I don't know if I'm a good flirt either, but sure. Well, look, if and then if you see us at Electric Picnic, just come up and flirt with us, and then you can give us a rate out of ten. Yeah. <laughs> and now we're on to our chance of the week. Take a chance. Take a chance. Take a chance. <laughs> I was waiting for you. I was like, where is she? <laughs> <laughs> I was getting, um, my chance of the week on my phone. The, the enthusiasm behind that Anna was like take a chance, take a chance. <laughs> yeah, it kind of came in slow I was like oh he's waiting for me <laughs> so uh, my chance of the week this week is actually a docu-series a documentary you know how I love TV but yeah. it's another docu-series on the death of Princess Diana I don't know I love Princess Diana I absolutely do adore her like she's an icon but I don't yeah. understand what more could we f- have to find out? What more are in the archives? Police investigate yeah, like, death behind Princess Diana and explore a new docu series. I'm like, and apparently this is gonna put all the like, um, like theories to rest that like the the palace got her killed and you know something happened within the um tunnel. Yeah, and I'm like, something a bit more because there is just so much on her, so it needs to be like actual facts. Who I know. I'm be- like. Did the Queen give the nod to have her taken <laughs> want to know. Did, queen, did the Queen say, get her killed? That's what I want to hear. Like, yes she or no? She didn't say that, but someone walked into the room and they just looked at her and she just nodded twice. <laughs> and they're like, cool. <laughs> and like, I've read an article and they're like, this is going to put all those theories to rest. You're going to finally know. And I'm like, but how much more? Like every, I'd say every eight to ten years, there's a new yeah, Diana investigates that. I mean, we are a plethora. It will get the views. And don't get me wrong, I'll be watching it popcorn in hand. But, like, will it give me the juiciness that I want? I don't think so. I think it Mm. will still kind of be 
nonchalant. Like, we won't really... I'll, I, there'll be no... I hope... I hope there'll be information that I'm like, wow. But do I really think that? Probably not. What do you think? Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, we'll see. We'll see. Well, I'll tell you. You probably won't watch it. No, I will watch it. I'll be into that. Will you? Yeah. Ah, that's my... It's on Channel 4, by the way, if anyone wants to watch. I will watch. Um, my chancer of the week this week is um, <laughs> an article I found in the Daily Mail. And I don't. it's about the Strictly curse, you know, Strictly Come Dancing. And oh, I, I don't actually watch Strictly Come Dancing, but I always read the Daily Mail. So I always feel like I know loads about like Love Island and Strictly Come Dancing that I don't actually watch. But they, they're just such chancers because this article saying the Strictly curse strikes again. So this is about breakups because it's our uh, breakup episode. But they're trying to claim that this guy, Adam Peaty, who was a, like an Olympian that was on the show last year, he's just broken up with his girlfriend now. And they're like, the Strictly curse strikes again. He was on the show yeah. like over a year ago now. No, but that's that just can't... that's just to get clickbait. Yeah. And they're just constantly like, they're like, who would ever let their partner go on this fucking program now after so, like just so much drama that they try and rile up? Would you like, stop? If you got a Strictly in my, you'd be like, see you, hot. <laughs> If I was with someone, you know, I wouldn't leave them. I'm like, no. Oh, come on. You know how big of a celeb you are now, Anna? They'll be getting the call in next. <laughs> uh, I'm an actual celeb. <laughs> I, I'm an actual celeb. <laughs> oh, my God, Strictly. I'd love to be on a dancing show. I wonder would they ever let me on one. But, like, I can't really dance. I mean, but remember, I mean, like, Stephen, Stephen Gately couldn't dance when he was on Dancing with Stars. <laughs> Why could like he could just not dance because he's just a bad dancer? No, because yeah, I don't know. It just yeah, I would need to be in a same sex couple. I'm too small to lift up the women. I think it'd be quite good. It would be, it would be great to see you. My couple be great to be in the air and being swung, you know. I know. Um, <laughs> that was so funny. Right, I'm gonna take this one. You, you take won, it, man. You take it. I feel like you need it. Yeah, I do need it. I need the win. Thanks for listening to us Absolute Chances again this week, Hans. If you'd like to match with us, follow us online at Paddy Y. Smith and me at Anna Cliff Comedy for the latest updates. Or you can email chancerspodcast at goloudnow.com with any kind words, things you'd like us to talk about, or your breakup nightmares. Until next week, Chancers, stay stunning. Maybe find a husband, maybe find a wife, maybe make a man.